This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. So, game six. It is not over yet. They still have to win one more game to successfully exercise all the demons to get out the second round, to beat Boston, to be set up with an absolute cupcake Eastern Conference final against the Heat more than likely and potentially the Knicks. Like it's all there. It is all there. So let's briefly talk about game six. Just what are you feeling heading into it? What are your expectations? I mean, you have a probably a better read on this team in a lot of ways from being around them than, than a lot of people. What do you expect from them? Like what do what do you what are your general thoughts on the game heading into game six? I'm gonna tell you the same thing. You're gonna hate it, but it's what I said after game four. Like <laughs> maybe that's good in- luck then. You go in blank slate. You can't say, hey, we threw a great punch in game five. And that means that game six is just ours. Like we won. We broke their spirit. We did this. We did that. We've seen Boston pull themselves off the mat before in previous years. They will bounce back from awful performances very quickly. They might just get, you know, shooting variance is a thing. They might get up 53s next game, make a ton of them. And nothing else is going to matter. Like, they're that kind of team that when they run hot, they can run scorching hot. Like, Al Horford, as much as I have mocked him on this episode, is probably not going to shoot that poorly again. They will get something out of him, and they'll get more out of some of their role players. I I just, what I would say on the positive front is that the Sixers have the tailwind behind them. They have Mm -hmm. a reason to show up and say, you know, Boston will be the, quote-unquote, more desperate team. But the Sixers can end this. They can say this is the end of the series. The end of the road can be in Philadelphia. And we can start preparing for an Eastern Conference final series where we would have home court advantage. Like that's the mentality that they will have to carry into game six. Joel clearly is feeling better, feeling good, has his legs under him. Tyrese now, he's got confidence that he can go out there and get 30 against these guys. They should be able to go out there and get this job done. There's no reason to screw around. There's no reason to take this opportunity lightly. And I think it'll say a lot about the maturity of this team if they're able to come in and, you know, deliver an early haymaker and maybe send Boston packing. I will also say, though, it might just be like if you just look at the big picture of this season, the Sixers have been the better team from, you know, December onward. Like for so long, we've talked about. 2018 and the Ben Simmons Mm -hmm. series and 2020 and like all these things. And 
my message to a lot of Celtics people, honestly, not even Sixers people, is like, these are two different teams then, from then. And even last year, like the Celtics were sort of a version of what the Sixers are doing now, right? They were bad to start the year. People wanted to fire the coach and everything's awful. And then the Celtics from January 1st onward were the best team in basketball, go to the NBA finals. They lose to the Warriors, but in hindsight, it was like, oh man, it was so obvious. We should have seen this coming. Well, the Sixers have been fucking great for, you know, since December 1st, they've been an awesome elite team. And so, yeah, this performance is sort of surprising in the sense that it's not who they've been historically, but it is who they've been for the vast majority of this season. So I I have high expectations for them in game six. I guess what, what I would say heading into game six, to any of the players that are listening, I'm sure they're all listening knowing you host it. Like, guys, this is this is it. Like, this is the moment, right? We have, I can speak for myself at WIP. Anytime anybody says anything good about this team, it, well, they haven't been out the second round. They haven't been out the second round. Joel shrinks when it matters. Like, all the... Years of it. You bring up 2018. It doesn't matter when discussing this team, but on on Thursday night, like the loss to the Hawks is going to be thought about. Joel crying after the Raptors series is going to be thought about. Harden playing poorly in past playoffs is going to be thought about. Doc blowing past playoffs. It's all there, right? All that. All that that they deal with all season. All like the lame people that brought it up when talking about Joel's MVP. All the people that couldn't enjoy this season because of those past things. You end that. On Thursday, you get two chances to do it, but let's be real. You get Thursday night. You can, if you win, if you go there on Sunday and you win, obviously you do it then too. But Thursday night is the chance to come out and end it. Like end it guys, go out, get a big lead. Joel, you're healthy. You're playing well. James, you're playing well. You go out and play well Thursday night. No one talks about games two and three anymore. Joel, you go out and dominate. No one brings up those few possessions where Horford got you in game four. Right? So this is their chance. Like, this is it, right? And I do believe that they are going to take advantage of it. I really do. I really think that this is a team that is, you said it perfectly, the tailwind is behind them. The momentum is there. They have it. It is right there to be to be taken. And I firmly believe that they are going to do it. So we will maybe record between now and then. We shall see. But if not, Kyle, man. We are one pot away from potentially doing an Eastern Conference uh, preview, Eastern Conference final preview pod. It's wild we're here. I don't want to say completely uh, us for starting the pod and all of a sudden they might actually do it, but who knows? I mean, it's uh, it, it could be it. So do you have any other thoughts when we wrap this one up? No, man. I, my only other thought is the next time we record this podcast, my home office at our new place will be set up and nice. it'll be, you know, what a weight off my shoulders this moving stuff will be. <laughs>